I'm John Ratner. Welcome to Sneaker Dads Presents, where everything. There was such a great response from last week's episode with Net Magnetism that we're doing it again this week. The usual Sneaker Dads podcast format, which is focused on sneakers and family, will be back next week. So you can look forward to more of those episodes and these. So let's get into it. I have no doubt you'll recognize this OG out of Montreal from listening to the Sneaker Podcast, the OG Support Group's Instagram account, and his own Instagram, which is packed with history, engagement, and great insights at Scholard23. So, Sean Collard, please tell us, do you wear everything? <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> do I have to get into that right now? <laughs> am I going to get, get, could... get attacked if I say no? <laughs> No, we want to hear the truth, Sean. All right. I know right. you are a speaker of the truth. Oh, yes. So yes, <laughs> you wear a lot. You have a lot. We'll probably get into that later. Sure. But uh, what's, what's, what, what's the story about what you wear and what you don't wear? Is it, is it a matter of doubles or, or what? Do you want um, to give us a percentage? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, math has never been my strong suit, especially when it comes to sneakers. <laughs> I mean, I stopped counting what I have years ago. Um, but uh, in terms of what I wear, I, I do try to wear as much as I can. I don't really have. There's a. There's a. Only a handful that I would say that I ref, I, I. I well, right now I'm refusing to wear, um, and only because it's it's got some like sentimental value, or maybe it's because it was. Uh, like for example, the New Beginnings pack I was I was gifted by Jordan Brand last year, that was that's that probably will not see my feet. At least I can't. I, I'll never say never, but that's probably like an example of one that I won't wear. It's like it's a promo sample. It was a gift from Jordan Brand. It's like it's it's just too special for me to put on my feet. So, um, but we'll we'll see. But I, I don't. I can't. I think because I have so many pairs. Um, I think that's probably the reason I, I try, I try to get to as much as I can and I'm doing a lot more of uh, like, I, I used to have a rule where I wouldn't wear sneakers to work and that's out the window this year and the last couple of years actually. So I'm actually un, undesing uh, pairs to go to work. Uh, that's allowing me a lot more freedom to just like wear as many as I can. So I do a lot. Can we say a long story short quite a bit <laughs> because I, I tend to go on and on. If anybody listens to the sneaker podcast, uh, you'll you'll know that I talk a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I do I do tr I'm trying to wear as much as I can, and and starting to unbs pairs at work is actually allowing me to wear even more. So um, that's sort of an answer, I guess. <laughs> well, unlike the sneaker podcast, I'm going to let you go today, except for the, my audio, which may sound like oh, I'm cutting you off no, because of my that... de my delays. So no, I'm no. going to give you your thank your God time I don't have today. to deal with Mike and Chris and Chloe anymore. Oh, it's such freedom. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why you're here. Uh, right. But you know, uh, and I know you. It seems I think you've made it, and you're talking about it right now. Sort of a conscious effort, and I don't know if it started during you know being stuck at home or or uh, just just looking at shoes and doing it. But I think you've talked about this, right? About making a conscious effort to get out and and wear them, even if you're going to Walmart, right? Well, that's it exactly. And I because I, I, what I was doing is I like especially when I was going to undes a pair, I thinking okay well i'll wait i'll wait till some sort of special occasion well what fucking special occasion like i have no special occasions yeah. and especially now like you said with with what's going on with the the, the uh, quarantining and covid and all, 
I was finding less and less opportunity to wear anything. And like in the, in the summer, I wasn't really going anywhere because I usually would save them for the summer. And then this summer, I really wasn't going many places except for, again, like you said, to Walmart or to, uh, you know, the local grocery store. And so I, I would, I would try now I'd wear them. I bust something out that I wouldn't normally wear to the grocery store. I wear them to the grocery store just so I could I say I had something on my feet. Um, but now I'm wearing them to work because really the, the opportunity, uh, the opportunities are few and far between nowadays. And um, I, being a homebody in general, I don't get out much. And, and they always, you know, they give me a hard time on, on my podcast or our podcast, sneaker podcast. Um, when we, we talk about what we wore on feet that day and especially in the summer, there were, there would be days, maybe even weeks where I wouldn't leave the house. So I was, I, I, and I hate mm-hmm. to lie. So I'm like, they'd ask me what I wore. I'm like, listen, I didn't leave the house. So I'm not going to tell you what I wore on feet. If I'm going to make something up, uh, I, 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 that's for, that's one of the only reasons, uh, I, I enjoy going back to work was that I actually get to wear something. <laughs> I really appreciate your honesty when it comes to what I wore on feet because I'm not sure if uh, not not necessarily your podcast uh, partners, but when people talk about what they wear on feet, it's like, yeah, I wore my off white Jordan once. What yeah. would you do today? It's like, no, I yeah. didn't go anywhere. Well, you wore them, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what? Yeah. Uh, we had a guest, Jason Bitten, on, and he talked about wearing wearing what he wanted to go around the block when we were quarantined or when we were stuck at home. And it's about doing it for for yourself. It's doing sharing things. You always use the opportunity to talk about the shoes on your Instagram. You say, you know, this shoe came out then, or this shoe right. was a pickup from here. So you know, whatever excuse it it is, it's 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 it, the shoes are special. It doesn't have to be the occasion, right? Exactly, exactly. My, great point. It's another thing I was wondering, and it kind of ties into this fact that, you know, you have a lot of shoes and you're wearing new kicks. Do you clean your sneakers at least or at least frequently maintain them? Because they always look crispy or do you just have so many that it just yeah, feels that way? Yeah, I, I think it's more that. I mean, I, I, I do occasionally clean, like I'll, I'll, but I mean, cleaning for me, uh, is usually just like a Jason Mark quick wipe. Like I, I, I very rarely have like a session where I'm like, I bring out the brush and the solution and like really go to, go to town. Um, but uh, so I, I, I think it's more to do with the fact that I, I do have a wide rotation, like a big rotation that uh, my, my shoes generally, even after wearing them for like seven and seven and eight hours at work, uh, they look pretty clean. I'm, I'm a teacher. So for those of who don't know, we're listening. I'm, I'm a teacher. So I just not like, I'm not getting like a rambunctious in my classroom where I'm going to be scuffing them up and getting dirt all over them. So um, it's pretty easy to keep them clean. And uh, yeah, th- I think the rotation helps um, keep them looking crispy. Yeah, not too many field trips, but uh, I'm sure when you do, you plan accordingly. You, you touched on this one a little bit, and I want to get into it a little deeper if we can. I want to know if there are pairs in your collection, wearable ones, at least first, that you, you won't put on feet. You mentioned a couple or others that you're waiting for sort of a special occasion first, and I know we don't have too many special occasions, but maybe you could start with the first that you won't put on feet at all, and then ones you're sort of waiting for. Do you have those in your head, sort of? Yeah, I have uh see some of them are like like i mentioned the new beginnings pack that's probably the main one that i'm really i really don't see myself wearing that are wearable uh i i have like for example i have the uh the black and red 11s the playoff 11s or some people might call them the red 11s um but i have those new ones (laughs) yeah yeah, the 2019 ones i only i i envisioned myself wearing those if i was able to double up and i only was able to get one pair so it's like i there's some pairs that I'll, I, I have a hard time wearing if I only have a single pair of it's, it's like a special something that 
especially if it's something that Michael Jordan actually wore or a retro of something, obviously, of my, that Michael, Michael Jordan wore, um, then, then I, I, I would need a double to, to feel comfortable wearing, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I know people are like, what? But uh, that's sort of like a, a little rule in my head. So I have one pair of the, uh, the 2019 black and red 11s. Um, I don't think there's that many that I, I, that are wearable. It's just one of those things where I'm, I'm, uh, I'm waiting, you know, I, I'm getting, I'll get to it, but I, there's other pairs I want to on DS first. Um, I can't think off the top of my head if there's, if there's anything that, that would stand out besides those that uh, I don't think I would ever wear. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, th I think that's, it, I don't really have a really hard rule. Besides that one about certain pairs, I might have to have a double before I do. And a lot of the pairs that I love, uh, I actually do have double. So I'm, I'm lucky in that regard. But there's one or two of them until I get a double, if I get a double. <clears throat> so you don't have the 2012 or any older retro? I do. Right? I do. I have the 2012, but I, it's, it's such an uncomfortable sneaker. Uh, and I have the 2008 as well that came in the countdown pack. And that was the 2008 was just a horrible, it's, it's like walking on. Uh, I mean, I just tried, I literally only tried them on once and, and it was like walking on a piece of cement. Like it was, it was terrible. Um, and then the 2012 is better in terms of comfort. Uh, but I, I, I just prefer the 2019 overall. Um, but I have, I have worn the 20, 2012 uh, a few times. Um, so but I just that there's that the 2019 I was I love it so much the, I love the higher cut pat, higher cut patent leather um and the fact that the jump man on the, on the left shoe is facing the in the correct in the correct way uh mimicking sort of the OG and um but I just I can't bring myself to wear because I don't have a second pair yet <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry I I can I can even group them in the same thing obviously they're completely different shoes <laughs> around, right? yeah, that's right. yeah that's that's where my, <laughs> o, sorry. my OCD comes into play <laughs> Didn't even think, John. I didn't even think. <laughs> yeah, like, what did John? What are you asking me? Like, it, like, it's a different oh, question. Yeah, of course, it's a different, of it's a different I have interview. Of those other releases, of course, I do, John. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah. No, I know you're missing. I know you're missing some of those. I think there's some rare spots in your collection. If I haven't heard, if I've heard correctly, that they're uh, early retros, first retros. And that now you're finally getting them, but those are far few and far between, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really go back and collect stuff that that I've missed. Like I don't, if if uh, especially, I'm not a vintage collector. Like whatever I have that's vintage or like first series or early early retros, the, whatever I have there are shoes that I bought when they released. So um, I don't really, I'm not one to go back and, and search for vintage stuff or or early retros or anything like that. I don't know what again. No, no. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I meant I, I meant um, old retros. Like you didn't have, like I actually thought you didn't have the 2012 or 2008. I was oh, thinking oh, oh. you might have mentioned a couple pairs that they actually retroed recently, and they filled sort of even a gap that you didn't even have that model in that colorway. But maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know if, it's, you, it's, if there it's were possible. some. Yeah, it, there, there there are a few uh, a few releases I have that's not been able to wear just because I either they're too uncomfortable or. It was one of one of those in the, in, the, in that in a sort of the dead zone of the Jordan brand quality, which is you know we're sort of coming out of it now. We're uh, you know like that 2007 or 2006, 2007 to 2014, 15, where it was just like the quality was just went horribly downhill. And uh, so that there's pairs maybe I got in 
weren't worn only because like they either the paint started cracking immediately and it looked terrible um, or, you know, they just weren't comfortable or one of those things. But uh, having said that, I'm also not one to, to resell. So I, I kept everything, for, of course, because I'm also a hoarder on top mm-hmm. of everything else. <laughs> well, related to that, and I don't think it's hoarding personally, because I've been in the boat where where I'd like to have a I'd like to have a DS pair, uh, especially if something that's really important to me or favorite before I break out break out another pair. So double up. I did that right. with uh, I did that with the plums recently. Plum dunks recently. Right. It's it. I think it's common, but. And I think one of your, you mentioned this on the podcast in the last couple of weeks, one of your OG support group mem- co-members um, might even have to have triples before he he, yeah. he breaks it out. But uh, that whole, that whole idea, is it, is it sort of, you know, you want to, you want to set, you want to, is it the collector? Is it the completionist or in you or something like that? Or is it just you just want to have it there and you just like it. <laughs> I just, I think, I think for me, it's, it's, it's especially with, if it's a sneaker that I had when in high school. So if it's, if I had the OG uh, and I, yeah. I remember like when I got the OGs, it was for one purpose and one purpose only that was to play ball and play. If I had a tennis shoe it was to play tennis in. And I love them so much. And I just vividly remember uh, destroying those sneakers, which is what their, the intention was that so you're the intent of those sneakers is to, you know, wear them as much as you can and get, good use out of them and, and, and beat them up is which is what I did. But I, I remember loving them so much that I, I always envisioned like, Oh man, if I ever had enough money, I would have, how great would it have been to get two of these so I could have one pair that I could still look, sit and look at and it'd be brand new and pristine. And so obviously as a kid growing up with a single mom, that, that was, and it was crazy that I even had Jordans to begin with. I had very generous grandparents, thank God. Um, but it was so but it was just a, it was unfathomable unfathomable for me to of me to think like oh man to have two pairs so when i actually came and also i didn't think ever that i would you know 20 30 35 years later i'd still be this passionate about air jordans now that i've got money to where i'm i've got no kids it's just me and my wife i got, you know have a modest house so i can spend a little extra on sneakers and i can spend on extra pairs it's just a matter of like, I like to have that extra one. If it's a pair that I had when I was in high school, I love having that. I have one, one to wear. And like, it's the old, you know, the old adage, one rocked, one to stock. And I love, I love the idea of having a backup so I can, I can wear one guilt-free and then have one co- completely pristine in the box that I can stare at and smell once in a while. <laughs> guilt, sneakerhead guilt. That's what it is. <laughs> Um, are, so what is your most beat pair? Like you're coming to Toronto next, next summer, the world's back to normal. You're coming for an event. Uh, and, and I say, Sean, come for a barbecue, but we're going for a walk in the dog park. Yeah. Okay. We're going to the dog park. What's the most beat pair you, you, you would wear or own, or would you go there? Or we just wear something really nice and destroy it. No, I, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't do that. I, I, de- I have a couple of pairs that I would probably where depending on where we're going if we're talking about the dog park i probably would bust out a pair of my yeah. air max uh, 90s that i got in 2005 maybe six uh, they're black and gray and i actually leave them at work just in case like you talk about field trips you mentioned field trips before mm-hmm. if we're going on the field trip and i know it's gonna be like apple picking or something like that I'll, I'll i'll wear something nice to work and then change into my air max 90s at work and then wear them those mm-hmm. the the, uh, the apple fields the apple orchards 
Um, but I also, so I have sure. those, I, I have a pair of black, uh, the 2013 black, uh, black gray, uh, the shadow, the shadow ones. Those are pretty beat up. Uh, I wear those pretty much anywhere. Um, I have uh, a pair of the 2003 white cement threes that I've, I've actually beaten up pretty badly. Um, but those I actually left in my, at my parents' place too. They have a house in Florida. And I, I, so when I visit there, I have a pair of white cement threes that I can just throw on, uh, if we go to the beach or something like that. Nice. Those are the probably the top three that I would wear to to kick around in. And again, when you talk, just for people who don't know you, when you talk about two thousand and three, that's not something you went back and hunted. That's something you yeah. picked up in and around two thousand and three. Yeah, right? it was until in, into when it released in two thousand three. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I said, I mentioned before, I don't, I really don't go back and hunt. If if I own it, it's because I, I got it either on or around release day with like that same year for sure. Uh, but ninety nine percent of the time, it's it's I, I got it on release day. Uh, when they released but you wouldn't turn down like if i said oh sean I, i'm i you know we're the same size i say i got a pair of 09 shadows uh, i don't know if you have those and i say i got an extra pair you you want them i'll give them to you for for nothing like you, you're not against no that. no no yeah no i i'm just right? not a yeah no i wouldn't turn it down i do have those both but thanks for offering <laughs> i know it wasn't i know it wasn't a real offer but uh, thanks for offering anyway. i wasn't offering, sorry. <laughs> uh but the, that, 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 is, yeah, that is a great release though fantastic release um but yeah no i, I would never, of course i wouldn't i wouldn't be i'd be fooled to turn stuff something down it's just like yeah like you said i don't i don't go out and actively hunt stuff that i, I couldn't pick up or like I, go, I don't go back in time i just enjoy being the original owner of something it's so it's again not, definitely wouldn't turn something down if someone offered if an opportunity came up but uh, I, I don't hunt for older stuff I think the first time we met was at Soul Exchange and you had a table and you had some real gems on display in it. Your Flight 89, your red ones, which I think are the ones you keep posting on your Instagram of you jamming in them. And and I think we talked a lot about them then. And and I know that's an unwearable pair from back in the day that you keep. That, that, you know, I'd love to hear about that one. But are there some others too? I unwearable. unwearable. Oh yeah, I got my my original black cement fours from '89. Also, those are unwearable. Those are uh, the, the 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 two of those. The my all red, uh, my red and white uh, Air Flight '89s, and my black cement fours from '89 are are both like I just open the box and there's like dust flying out. Like I don't mean dust from like you know household dust. I mean the the, right. the midsoles are crumbling and they're, they're they're flying in the wind as I open the box. It's so depressing to see. <laughs> Uh, but so yeah, those are those are both 31 years old. So those are, those are not definitely not even close to uh, my Carmine sixes that are are still dead stock but unwearable. Um, and uh, I also got those in high school. And I, uh, what else do I have? Flares Nike uh, that Agassi wore, but the black and white version, not not the one that he wore, but there was an alternate version that was mostly black with a little bit of white uh, accents. And uh, I wore those a handful of times. I don't know why I didn't wear them more when I got them in 94. But because uh, I, I, they're one of my favorite pairs I own. And uh, but those are definitely, unfortunately, not wearable anymore. I think I mean, I, I guess like my original or the first series of retros, my ones, twos uh, and threes, those are obviously not wearable. Um, but yeah, I, I think off the top of my head, I think that those are probably the only only ones left. That I, I, I say wouldn't wear like I still go back like I wear. I wear like like I said those those not 2003 white cement threes like most people think oh my god the shoe's 17 years old you shouldn't wear that but I actually broke out I I tripled up on that release in 2003 and I I beat that one up the first pair up and in Florida <clears throat> sorry and um 
I, I actually busted out the second pair uh, to wear maybe three or four years ago. And it's, I wear it fairly like maybe once a month and it still holds up. I wore it just a couple of weeks ago at work and it, it, it's, it's doing well. So I don't know what the, what the, what, if it's the climate up here, like our, our environment that we don't have a lot of humidity and a lot of uh, dampness, uh, you know, year round kind of thing where uh, maybe that would, that would deteriorate a shoe faster. Our, our, it seems to be like, uh, or at least my experience, a lot of the older stuff I have is held up really, really well. Like even my Carmine sixes from 91. Uh, if I took them out of the box, you would see a little bit of yellowing, but besides that, like the, this, the midsole's not crumbling. Uh, it, they look great. So um, but yeah, I, I, I guess those are the main ones that I, I say, I would say that I, I have that are not wearable. I know your brother does some restoration work, but how do you feel about, you know, not just repaints, touch-ups? What do you think about soul swaps and things about that, like that? Would you ever do that to, to an older pair? Maybe not an OG, but like a 2003, something like yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. For it? sure. I've, I, I've often thought about it. Uh, it's just one of those things about, you know, where it's, I know it, it doesn't cost that. So uh, I, 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 sometimes I think like, Oh, maybe I'll get that done. And then I thought, and I think, well, I, there's another pair of shoes I want that's coming out. So I got to put money towards that. So, but no, I'm definitely not opposed to it. And, and I, if I'm hoping my brother uh, at five, one, four restorations, shout out, <laughs> I'm hoping, shout out. I'm hoping that he uh, perfects his skills in that regard. Cause he's, he's doing a lot of uh, great, like re glues and, and, uh, midsole repainting as he repainted the midsoles on my uh, 2007 fire red threes and he did a fantastic job on those and he's done a little bit of work here and there for me as well on other stuff and uh but yeah i i i would i'd be absolutely opening to it be open to it but it's like again it's like you gotta find the donor sneaker it's almost like i'm i'm a bit lazy when it comes to stuff so i'm like i, I like the idea of it but i think i gotta, I gotta go i gotta track down a donor pair and then I got to send ship it to somebody. And it's like, you know, so uh, part of me like thinks of uh, the, the work involved and it, it, it sort of deters me. <laughs> Definitely some hunting involved. One thing that distinguishes you from many of us and you touched on it is the fact that you actually played basketball in original Jordans, threes, fours. Uh, correct me if there are others later models you were also able to dunk so the sort of be like mike concept was actually not as unrealistic as it was for most did did wearing jordans on court you think make you more attached to them i know you loved watching him but you also wore them was that part of it oh yeah for sure um it was it was uh i i actually i also played in the fives and uh the og fives in 1990 and it, it for sure it was one of those things that you would want i wanted the shoes because uh, I saw obviously I saw Michael Jordan wearing them, but then I couldn't wait to get them on the court. It was like you you felt as a kid, a teenager, because uh, when I was I got the eighty, I got the fours in eighty eight when I was about fourteen years old, not about fourteen, I was exactly fourteen years old, uh, and, and uh, I I couldn't wait to get them on court. Same with the the, the fours and the I had several I I had the fire red fours in eighty nine, uh, white cement fours, and luckily enough to get the black cement fours as well. Uh, I had the fire at fives, uh, the 3M tongue in, in 1990. Um, I had the, I got the OG sixes and OG uh, in, in the, the Carmine and the black infrared in, in 91 to play college ball, but I decided to quit uh, before I actually, maybe about a month into the season. But yeah, for sure. It was like, because I was able to play in those sneakers, it, it be, made them that much more, that there's that much more nostalgia for me. Cause I not only remember, what Michael Jordan did in those sneakers. I remember what I did. And, 
even even if it was just playing a, a pickup game at the park, some of the fun I had with my friends playing pickup ball at the park in those shoes. Because usually what happens, you you would kill them, kill the sneakers in a season at you know in high school, and then you take them off into into summer. You'd be playing summer ball in the parks and stuff, or summer league. And so it was like the the the, the long the life of the sneaker had its. Uh, there's so much personal history behind a lot of the sneakers that it's um, it's it's definitely much more than just you know watching Michael Jordan uh, having played in them. <clears throat> Funny you mentioned that I don't uh, play much street ball except for with my son, and I'm usually just uh, wearing, you know, um, running shoes. But I've I've sort of adopted that same philosophy with him. He gets to wear them on court. He wants to wear them in the street. Wears them on court when the season's over. Take them to the street. You don't you don't need them. Or if you grow out of them, they can be a little bit smaller on the street. And then you get your nice fresh pair for the for the new exactly. season. Although there's no seasons right exactly. now, but it, it makes it makes total sense. I have to go back because. You said Carmine. Yeah, I know. I, you know what? You list. know what? I, I, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't I was, want to correct you. I was doing you. that for the benefit of your audience. <laughs> because I know. Exactly. I, well, I grew up. When well, I no. got it, it was known as Carmen. <laughs> Carmen 6. Carmen, Carmen Red. It was Carmen Red. That's how I knew it. Carmen Red. And then everybody and their and their cousin, they, all of a sudden, I hear Carmine. And I'm thinking, who is this old Italian man they're talking about? But it, no, it's actually the, 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 what they're calling the color red nowadays. It's Carmine. It's become Carmine. So I, I, I was I was going with the flow, John. You see, <laughs> I can do that once in a while. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you for for explaining why it is Carmen and or Carmine because there's reasons why people call it both. Right. <laughs> uh, the reason why I had to put it out because you are strict black and red no bread guy yeah. and they you guys joke about it on the podcast all the time and when it comes to shoes particularly the jordan one chicago and black and red that came out in 95 yeah. you are adamant <laughs> when people call them 94s i call them 94s for the same reason you just called them carmines because that's what I'm used right. to. Actually, that's not why you use it. That's <laughs> what I'm used to. And I think we've debated it, and I always will call it 94s, probably just to aggravate probably. you. But, um, <laughs> but it's funny how, you know, I think you have been one of these people who, who have carried on these, which amount to just lighthearted yeah. kind of humorous things. Brad, Mike always says black and, yeah. you know, on yeah. your podcast. So I, I, I appreciate that you, you've, you've not only educated, but, but made a little bit of light. Yeah. Yeah. It. That's it's the fun. thing is I think people think of me as I'm, I'm, I'm too serious when I, I'm, I'm talking when I bring that kind of stuff up or it's really always been in jest. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, pref I, well, it's not in jest in terms of like, I don't care who says bread or what, if they use bread or whatever, I just, for me personally, I don't say bread. Just, I just think it's a stupid nickname. But I, I'm not. I, people think I'm really angry about it. I'm really not that angry. But I just tend to get animated when I'm talking about stuff. So it, it sounds like I'm super angry, but I'm really not. I don't really care what people do. Well, even on your Instagram, it's it's sort of like you're just you're just being blunt with people, and I, you don't sound angry to me. You sound like you say. Well, it's 95, yeah. so I mean, just accept yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I'm a teacher, <laughs> listen to me, or don't listen well, to me. I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this forever. It's a literal, so impossib <laughs> a literal impossibility that it came because it was manufactured at the end of 1994, so it released in 1995. <laughs> yeah. Except it says it on the tag, so I'm going to What tag? It, it, it says it on tag. Oh, right, you're, you're a tag guy. That's right. I, I made, I made of course. that No, you're right, you're right. Know. It does say it on the that's what real purists. Right. Look at. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so you're obviously a Jordan guy, but when it comes to other models, what are you into? I know you're fond of Air Maxes, but that seems like it's sort of like a secondary thing that you you need to wear a low tops. You need to wear something else once in a while. Um, and you mentioned some Agassiz. Is there anything else that you're fond of, or is it really just those kind of those retro tennis I picked, Jordans I up, and some I Air Maxes? On a, a, a mini, a mini converse fan that was my first sneaker love was, was converse back in the day when I, the first basketball sneaker i ever got was the converse pro star around 1984 and, uh, because i saw magic johnson wearing them yes yeah i'm mm-hmm. very old um yeah. but yeah so i uh so I, i'm a big converse fan but i'm not really like i really i have a couple of pairs of adidas uh and the, this this the weirdest thing that ever happened to me so i i mean i'm pretty it's pretty well known that i'm a nike jordan guy and I got gifted a pair, or seed, not gifted, but seeded a pair of Adidas a couple of years ago, which, which yeah. but from, uh, I, I think it was Adidas Canada, or was it Foot Locker? I can't remember. I think it was Adidas Canada. It was Adidas Canada. And uh, it just blew my mind because I'm like, did you, have you not, have people not seen my page? I was very grateful. And I was very grateful for it. And I, I'm, I'm not against Adidas, but I, I, I do have one other pair of Adidas that I purchased myself. Uh, which is the Adidas, um, oh my God, a rivalry, the rivalry low and the uh, Knicks colorway because I, I was a Patrick Ewing fan. Um, but uh, so I think, that, like, I, but I, I'm not one to really, um, like, I, I wear what I love and what I love is Nike and so, uh, and Converse. So um, when it's not Jordan, is I'll go to, like you said, uh, the Air Max 90s, but I'll also wear uh, Air Tech Challenge, like you mentioned, for Agassi. Uh, I wear um, Air Max Ones. And, you know, I'm looking forward to actually getting, hopefully getting, uh, is my very first ever pair of Air Max 95s that are supposed to come out uh, this month uh, in the neon colorway. And I've never owned a pair of Air Max 95s. So I'm looking forward to hopefully getting a pair of those. Um, but really, when it comes down to it, I, I, when I, whenever I think about um, what I want to wear, it, I'm always gravitating towards uh, Nikes and Jordans and so it's I, I don't really veer outside of that lane very often. I, I've only worn my actually my, my my two pairs of Adidas once each, I think. So um, that's about it. Uh, but I love Converse. That hopefully, hopefully that counts, even though they're owned by Nike. <laughs> so it's all in the same family. Yeah, you can get them on the website. It, it doesn't count. But <laughs> the Adidas, the, the Adidas must have been either a prank by Alex or some futile attempt to think he could. No, no, it, must, it, it wasn't. Been behind, it, wasn't you know? it, was, it was somebody who I don't think even works at Adidas anymore. I, I guess they were just looking at the numbers on my page and thought, okay, I'll send that guy something, and uh, didn't really right. look too deeply into uh, what what the content <laughs> on my page. Just look at the numbers. But I was I was I was grateful. I was I was actually going to give them find somebody. I literally couldn't give them away. I was trying to find somebody that I could gift them to, like a kid in high school or something like that. But uh, nobody really wanted them, or they they weren't their size or whatever. So, uh, but I thought it's a cool story. Uh, Adidas that were seeded to me from Adidas, and that was that's a cool story. So I, I still have them like in my collection. Couldn't give away. <laughs> we like Adidas here. Don't throw those low blows around. That's, no, I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't give them away. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. What Jordans don't you like? There must be a couple that, I, I, I quality aside, we, we all have ones that are bad quality, but are there models that you just kind of, you know, like you just really don't like or you, you think they made a mistake with? Are, are there ones that, or at least ones you like? Oh, less? yeah, for sure. There's the, the Jordan 20 I can't stand. I don't, I don't know how that made it out of the production or even design phase. <laughs> um, I mean, God bless Tinker, but he, he uh, 
I, I don't, I don't understand. I never understood it. I didn't understand the strap around the ankle. I know a lot of people said it was great performance sneaker, but the look of it is just, it's a horrible sneaker to me. Um, I did. I, I hate most uh, of those like fusions or hybrids. I don't mind like um, the, not the dub zeros. The, the dub zeros are, are okay, but the, the spizikes are okay. But like any, what you got into like mm-hmm. there's, or, or I don't like also um, you'll get into like a, sort of a, an, an offshoot of a, of a Jordan's they'll, they'll, they'll throw out a Jordan sneaker that sort of is reminiscent of like a, a Jordan four, for example, like there was a sneaker back, I say, I guess early 2000, mid 2000s called the big fund. And it sort of looked mm-hmm. like a, a Jordan four, but so I understood why they were doing it. They want maybe, you know, appeal to people who couldn't maybe afford the model that kind of sort of similar to a Jordan four, but they just ended up making a, a kind of ugly sneaker. Um, but they're, yeah, they're the Jordan 2009, uh, another flagship model that I, I didn't like at all. Um, but I guess I, the majority of my, I, what happens with me is that I, my initial reaction to many Jordans has been, uh, I, re, I recoil in disgust. I end up loving them in the end, but I think that I sort of think that's what Jordan brand and the designers are going for. They're going for a little bit of shock value at times, maybe not, not, not now in the last few years, because they're really sort of trying to tailor their, their sneakers from Jordan 31 on to the 35. They're sort of, um, they're paying homage to uh, the Jordans one through five. So they're sort of giving people sort of a nod to us older guys with the, with ties into those original models and then making them an updated version of them. So it's not really that out of the box, but, when you really look at a Jordan sneaker, especially like if I go back to like the Jordan six, I couldn't stand. I thought it was one of the ugliest sneakers I ever saw in 1991. I mean, big rubber holes in the tongue. Big, first of all, big rubber tongue, big holes in that rubber tongue, uh, <laughs> holes all over the side of it, this big fin on the back. I thought it was hideous. Uh, but then it's one of those circumstances where you see Michael Jordan winning the, the championship and then like, well, of course, now I, I need to have a Jordan <laughs> six. And then it's one of my favorite models of all time now. So it's one of those things where it's like I, 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 a lot of times I'm, I'm sort of turned off by a model and then uh, it'll, it'll grow on me over time. So there's not too many, I would say that, uh, as I mentioned, and like I said, those, those, those offshoots, I wasn't a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of those team pro and quick uh, pro quick or whatever they're called. All those sort of uh, lower models that came out in the, in the late nineties. Um, I never liked those. I still don't like them. Uh, so there's a few. There's a few out there that I don't like. <laughs> so does that mean if we go through the numbers, skipping the ones you you mentioned, you you have a you have a pair or two of each of them, or you have yeah, a few? Yeah, I think I have. I have everything except for Jordan 2009 and Jordan 20. At this, oh, I don't have a Jordan 28 either. I didn't like the Jordan 28 when it, the the original version of it was. I had that sort of zip up. Uh, booty kind of thing that went up like halfway up your shin um, but then they came out mm-hmm. with an SE model that was a lower model that was didn't have that and that those were nice I, I would I would have gotten a pair of those but it was, the, the timing was off I couldn't afford them but besides the, those three models I think I have one of every every Jordan model <clears throat> yeah I miss my SEs I still have these zip up Westbrook in the white leather they're they don't get worn, but my wife gave them to me as a gift, and they're fun. Those are cool. Fun. Yeah, they're yeah, no, those are cool. They're cool. They're cool. They're tough part. to wear. <laughs> time too, but I just never got a chance to get those because they were kind of gone by the time I, I, uh, I, I, I kind of warmed up to them. And it, again, I'm not one to go back in a, uh, years to to get uh, to get something. But those are yeah, the, the 28 actually grew on me over time, even the zipper part. 
Yeah, it's funny. You know, some of those older models that weren't big hits seem difficult to find now. You know, I, I hunt for things just for the fun of it on sure. Goat or eBay. And, you know, the 28, I like to hoop in. It was a good shoot. Can't really find yeah. it anywhere. Uh, so they must have not been huge releases or, or something because, you know, even 29s dried up. Maybe, you know, ballers just scoop them up and, and wear them and, and then they're Yeah, they're exactly. It's, it's sure it's a good point. I haven't, some of those later models I haven't seen anywhere. Like I'll, I'll occasionally look too because I, I would like to sort of, I, I'm not a huge complete set completer, uh, but I, I I would like to get one just to, I do have those three gaps. So even though I, I I'm not a fan of those models, uh, in particular the 20 and the uh, 2009, um, I I would like to get one just to you know, to fill in the gaps. But and they're uh, they're not they're not easy to find. <clears throat> so what do you think of? You know the vast selection and retros of new colorways. You know you see a bunch with fours recently. We saw it with threes over the years. Um, I can think of countless other. You know there's Travis Scott sixes. What do you think of those? You know you talked about adding. You know uh, you know when they add things to different models and they're sort of like other ones. The, the Travis is is a six with, with a little with a little addition. But what do you think of the colorways and and what they're doing to kind of you know give the retro maybe wait on the retro and, and, and give the, the non OG colorways and then make you wait for the retro. Like we had to with the uh, fire red fours this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for, um, I'm all for new colorways. I, I love, I love seeing stuff in new colors, especially like there's stuff like the motorsport fours, for example, like they um, it's, I love it when it's a, a, sh a colorway that looks like it could have come out in the original year. Like it could have been an, an orgy colorway. They're so clean looking and just, they just changed it colors or the, the accent colors or um and i and i and i i'm not i'm not really the target audience for like something like a travis scott six or uh or one or uh, the off-white stuff but uh i do love seeing uh, the younger guys uh get passionate about it i don't know if a lot of them are passionate about it because of uh they just love the sneakers or if it's because it's the resale value and all that kind of stuff the value of the sneakers themselves but um i i like i like the fact that uh Cause you know, like sneakers used to be, uh, it was a pretty quiet thing. Like it, it, it wasn't like a huge, like you guys, you and I are, are you know, older guys, we're in our forties. And, uh, I, I don't, I don't remember it ever being this huge. Like it was, it's, I, I remember because I played basketball. I mean, everybody that I was friends with was into sneakers, but because we want to, you know, we love, we want to wear what our, our, you know, our idols were wearing on court. Um, and so we love sneakers. That was kind of a natural organic kind of thing that we got into sneakers, <clears throat> because if we played basketball and maybe tennis too, same thing when you know, Agassi came around and made sneakers popular for tennis, but it, it's, it, it was, it was never like this huge as far as I can remember. Um, so to see that is kind of cool. And I like that they're, they're the, the companies are targeting um, what they feel the, the kids want today. Um, and if that means uh, different colorways, uh, I'm all for it. I love, I love seeing, the, the multitude of different colorways of ones that come out every year. <laughs> Just when you think you've seen the last colorway <laughs> of a Jordan one, nope, here are 30 more. <laughs> Never. No, no, no but I, I like it. I don't mind. I, it's not like I don't, I, I'll never get sick of it. I'd never get sick of it. I, I may not like every sneaker, every colorway that comes out, but I'm all for it. I like, I like seeing them try different uh, colorways on different models. And uh, if it's a hit or miss, uh, it remains to be seen, but I, I like, I like to see, where they're where they're headed with certain things it's fun 
Yeah, and if it means some of those new colorways are hyped or limited, and I don't, I don't particularly need them, great. And then you know, as long as the OG colorways, which I care most about, yeah. and I think you do too, are wider releases. I mean, we both managed to pick up the fours this week with a little bit of, a little bit of hassle, yeah, but not yeah. really. It wasn't that bad. Nothing like it would have been for exactly. a real hype release. It would have been really tough. So you know, make those bigger releases, and and uh, hopefully most people are happy. No one's ever, no, not everyone's always happy. That's important. Exactly. Um, I want to, I want to talk um, also about clothing because we talked a lot this summer. We were hunting for that Agassi gear, and we were like searching the the web far and wide to the states and and everywhere for that retro Agassi gear, which completely dried up and. It's almost like I'm glad we worked so hard because you don't see it anywhere. And there was never a wide release. Yeah. It never really dropped it. All the places right. you think it's going to, it was tennis shops. And it was before the U.S. Open or whenever it was. And then it's gone. And you have a bunch of pieces. I think I have a yeah. lot. Uh, I don't think as much as you, but I have plenty. I got yeah. more than enough. Um, but yeah, you're into sure. clothing. Um, gear from Jordan Nike. Uh, for me, it's definitely nostalgia i think it is for you but it's also the same addiction i think for me as the as the sneakers and i actually at least i can say i'm not buying shoes you know oh i bought a pair of shorts is that part of it for you is it the nostalgia is it the same kind of compulsive kind of i need to be i need to grab this because i had <laughs> oh, it when one, i was a kid is it the same thing as sneakers no, exactly or is it different? Thing. you nailed it you nailed it it's uh yeah i love i well that i mean the agassi thing where they brought out that tech the, the challenge court gear from 30 years the 30th anniversary that i mean that was a dream come true for a lot of us that was like us older guys especially i mean yeah. i couldn't believe they were re-releasing that stuff and so i did go pretty wild <laughs> I, to go for, I think we i think most of the guys that i knew who were picking stuff up uh they went a little crazy because you would never think that that would ever happen that they bring out the, I mean, it's obviously updated materials and all that stuff and it's not identical. Uh, it's identical as they could make it, but with, with like updated materials and it was just so much fun. I get totally swept up in it. And I think what happens with me also as a side part of that is that if I'm in a sneaker lull, I'll definitely start hunting for uh, apparel like it, it, without question. And I generally like, uh, like you, I'll, I'll hunt for stuff that, uh, is reminiscent of stuff either I had as a kid and, or in high school uh, or, in, or uh, most recently I started getting on this uh, uh, and uh, I got some 1992 Dream Team Olympic shorts um, and that kind of apparel. So stuff that I would I would see back in the day, uh, it, it's exactly the same thing, but it really does, it plugs the holes for me when I'm not, uh, if there's a, not a release that I'm, I'm wanting for like a, maybe a month so sometimes I'll go for stretches where I haven't gotten a sneaker for a while. So I get that itch and maybe this, I'm not seeing anything coming out. And so I'm like, oh, let's, let's over to, head over to Mitchell and Ness or let's head over and see what kind of par- apparel is, is releasing these days. And uh, it's, it's, it's sort of, uh, and I know it, it is definitely part of the addiction. Yeah, I've talked about, you know, I know you're not a hat guy, but I've talked about the wave of hats. I am hats a hat guy, though. People I'm are totally buying hat hats. And... Oh, I'm totally... oh, you are? I have okay. more hats than I, I care to count. I just don't I just don't share them on oh. on uh, Instagram very often. But I have oh my god the hats I have hats going back to I think 1990 something. It's it... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think hats are really popular now. And I think the apparel, you know, we talk about sneaker companies producing and the demand being sort of insatiable among the market, just buying these sneakers, you know, fine if it's for resale or not. I think people are amassing huge collections, people who never did it years ago. And, and people are even into the game in the last couple of years now have hundred pair, you know, multi hundred pair collections. But I think the same thing is for shorts. I look in my closet and the amount of Mitchell and those shorts, I, I don't need that many. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, by far, and the amount of Agassi gear I got, like, it, I, I, as crazy as it sounds, I think one day, one day there'll be a package that my son will look at and he'll say, hopefully, he'll say, wow, this is the coolest shirt I've ever seen. And he won't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it'll be there if he wants it because I got the red one and I got yeah. the Volt one. And I like to keep some things nice too. I think, too, I know, think your son I will. I think to. he will because I think. A, a lot of us are are we're feeding off of either stuff that was I mean for me it was it was more I, I was I was sort of, I was the only basketball player in my family I, I, they were all hockey players but so I but I I do see like imitate to what our parents were into like and even if it's a, a profession um, I I like my parents were both teachers and administrators and so that kind of I I tried to go on my own and do be in sales and all that kind of stuff before and now I'm a teacher so I think your son has a chance to maybe he'll say. Oh, I remember when dad used to wear it, show me these things as a kid. And I think maybe he'll, I think he'll, he'll surprise you down the road. <laughs> well, the Agassiz stuff is just so cool. I mean, a, a Mitchell Ness jersey or shorts, you know, they'll always sure. produce that, I imagine. Or there'll be waves and they'll come and go. There's there's nothing unique about it. But when you look at like a shoe, like a like an AirTech Challenge, uh, a AirTech Challenge yeah. or, or a Chlorophyll oh, yeah. Air Trainer or, or the gear that goes with it. I mean, they don't produce it all the time and uh and it's sort of you know the for people who are into sure. it they have it or try to get it and uh and that's and that's how it is so so big on big on clothing and stuff like that what about you know i didn't know about the hat thing but what about let's call it i'll call it what my wife calls it junk but much more important to me posters yeah. toys uh memorabilia do you have that um, stuff i don't i'm not or? i'm not in, i'm not into the not toys i don't i've never gotten any toys um but i i do uh i have a lot of posters from back in the day that i kept from when i was in high school they were on my wall and i, I managed to keep them somehow throughout multiple moves i don't know how i managed to do that but i have a lot of posters i picked up a couple of posters like the older posters that i'm happy with uh jordan posters um, and I, I do what I've gone back in the last couple of years, I've gone back and searched out like old sports illustrated, um, uh, issues that I had in high school, but obviously cut up and put the pictures on my, on my wall, my bedroom wall in high school and stuff. So that's been kind of fun because it's like, it's one of those things that's too, it's not, not too expensive and it kind of fills a gap when you're not, uh, you're not purchasing either shoes or apparel. Ah, uh, then we go to the like, magazines, <laughs> There's, and, and 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 it Absolutely. fills the gap, and it's not too expensive. It's like, oh, that ten bucks didn't hurt me that much. I can I can buy a, a few more. So I, I I love buying. Uh, I'll get some magazines here or there, or I'll get. I do love getting posters. I don't purchase too many posters, but like I said, I do have a bunch that I I've, I've managed to keep over the years. But um, I I I don't think I'm 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 like that. But every once in a while, I'll go down a little a little vortex and pick up some stuff. It's funny you mentioned the magazines, because I think the magazines not only are a great deal, you can find old magazines with Jordan on the cover or, or something else that's uh, interesting, you know, the Dream yeah. Team or whatnot. 
but it's actually some content that may not be on the right. internet anywhere. <laughs> you yeah. can actually read it. But, like read read something concrete with paper, which is which yeah. is something rare, at least for and the, the cool next thing, generation. Actually, the coolest thing too is like, yes, of course, I, I it's cool to see the pictures of you know Jordan or Agassi or whoever you're, you you liked in high school and stuff like that in the magazine. But I, it's just it's like almost like looking through a time machine. You're seeing like old Chevrolet, commer- uh, you know, ads in, in there, and the old beer yeah. ads, and the old the ads, ads yeah. are like almost as good as seeing the others, like the, the the athletes themselves. It's a lot of fun looking through those old magazines. Yeah, looks like you can see like a tennis player smoking yeah, exactly. a cigarette or something. I'm like, 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 what is going on? Okay, so I I don't know where your posters are, but this might answer this next question. Might answer it. You're not you, you're not a counter of your sneaker collection. I and I know a lot of people aren't. I, I'm not. Some days I am. Some days and I can't blame you. But you're also not a seller. You, you don't sell anything really. Um, but you like you mentioned, you you live in a you live in a modest house with you and your wife, and I'm sure that helps. But do you ever run out of space issues, or at least think about it, or worry about it, or have to do anything? Uh, about yeah, it? I, I mean, I don't. I, right now, we're still very comfortable. We have, we have I've lots of room. <laughs> it's, it's my wife and I in, in a three three bedroom house. <laughs> All my sneakers are in, in one of the rooms uh, on racks. Uh, I do have an idea of what I have in terms of numbers, but um, I haven't counted in a while. But yeah, I don't. I it definitely does pop into my head every once in a while. Like like okay, I think like even right now, I, I'm looking at. I have a bunch of boxes on the floor in my sneaker room. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to buy another rack and that's going to fill up a little bit more of the room because there's too much stuff on the floor now. So it's like, oh shit, like, am I, am I going to creep out of this room and have to go back and use another room at some point? <laughs> I hope not. Um, but yeah, so it does, it definitely does, you know, enter my mind uh, every so often. I just, I, like, I, I just, in terms of selling stuff, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I have a few, like maybe a handful of stuff that I wouldn't, I'd be willing to sell, but um, I'm not, I'm not panicked enough about it yet in terms of space that I'm, I'm, I'm re- ready or willing to sell anything yet. Yeah. Well, I'll save my last question for the end. I have one more in between because we touched on the sort of the culture and I, I want to bring this up because I was listening to the complex sneakers podcast recently in Dallas Penna, old school OG in the sneaker game and YouTube said the culture, he actually defines it as being <laughs> fresh, but whatever you want to call the culture is. He said it's still there. It's just harder to find. So I want to know what you think of the state of sneaker culture. You're obviously still entrenched in it. You're on a popular podcast. You make lengthy posts, engage with your followers, try to educate, so on. But at the same time, you see this obsession with hype and some of the bad things. I think there are a lot of us who are in it for the right reasons. I think we're always going to be the driving force behind the culture. We're all out there trying to remind people that sneakers are uh, a bigger, bigger than whatever the hypest thing is coming out on Saturday. The stuff that are that gets sort of shoved in our faces on a day-to-day basis on our feeds and stuff like that, all that stuff eventually goes away. Whether it's a you know a two-week you know cycle or maybe it's around a bit longer, uh, that the fluff goes away and we're still here. I'm hopeful for the future of the culture. I think I'm I'm always I I tend to stay positive about it. I think initially I was when I first got on Instagram I was like. I felt like a, sort of the gatekeeper of like what's what's right and what's wrong. And uh, but as I, I, I sort of grew with um, my my online sort of persona or my my Instagram page and I met people like you and like the kind of got all guys and my sneaker podcast guys, uh, my OG, OG sport group guys. We I, I realized that there, there's more to the, the picture and it's a bigger than I thought it was. And uh, and I think we're I think that the culture is in good hands.
long story short. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. It was, you know, whether you want to call it a culture or whether you thought you were part of it or whatever you're doing, you're doing it before. And if it's looking fresh or it's, it's someone who wants to have every single release of, you know, a specific Air Max or Jordan, whatever it's, it's how you define it. It, It's what it is. And, And when, when resell, prices eventually stop being what it, a lot of people pay attention to and and it's not the hype it's not hype that drives the the news things might quiet down but people will still be still people still exactly love, and love i think sneakers. i think that's where it comes to, it comes to too where I, I do hear from a lot of you know even teenagers on my instagram page will message me saying you know i really love your content and i i, I you know i i i just love sneakers because i play basketball whatever so th- there is still that 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 still exists so as long as that exists i think that that to me is the culture all the other stuff where it's the hype i i don't for me i don't see like that's part of the culture it's a it's sort of but it's not part of the culture that will last forever it's 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 sort of a a fad and i don't mean a fad like uh, the travis scott's is a fad and it's going to go it'll go away in a couple years or the you know the the easies are a fad and they'll go away in a couple years i mean that uh the, the the buy being into sneakers solely for the resale per the resale value or the you know how how quick can I get famous on Instagram that kind of stuff will eventually go away. I agree. So let's let's lighten it up before we wrap up. I wanted to we talked about selling shoes before. I want to know. You got to be honest with me, Sean. This is serious. No one's no one's judging you. It's a safe place. Have you ever had thoughts about you know one day selling them all? moving to Hawaii or something like that, or, or you think they're, you're going to, you're going to keep them with you yeah, all the I, way to I, the end. I, I, I am 100% honest. <laughs> I, I really don't, I've never, the thought of selling my sneakers or, or one day, like, Oh yeah, one day I'll, I'll sell them all. And I'll, I'll, you know, like you said, go, go on a trip to Hawaii. Or, I, I, the thought really has, I just, I still love them so much. I can't even think about, so like, I can't sell one sneaker, let alone all of my sneakers. So, I, I, you know, so I, I really think that I, I right now, I, I I'm never going to say never. I'll never say never, but it's not even a thought in my head right now, to be honest. I just, I, I still, I'm still love it as much as I did when I was a teenager, which is a little insane, but it, it, it it's, it's a fact. <laughs> I believe you. I a hundred percent believe you, Sean. And the, you said it, I can't sell one sneaker. Yeah, exactly. So how are you going to sell them all? Um, Thank you very much, Sean. I always enjoy chatting with you online. It's been great to talk with you today, as expected. Right, so well, I thanks really so appreciate much for having it. me on, John. I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun talking to you. You can find Sean at S Collard23, the OG support group on Instagram. And make sure you check him out on the Sneaker Podcast. I'm John Ratner, which is where you can find me on Twitter. I'm also at Heads Ain't Ready on Instagram. Of course, follow Sneaker Dads on Instagram for great feature photos and to keep up with everything we're up to. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next week.